0: What's good, everybody? Welcome to Your Mind, Your Narrative. My name is Jason Jamera. I'm a psychiatric mental health NP candidate, a community advocate, and a child of Filipino immigrants currently living in Philly. And you are tuning in to a real quick Wednesday episode where I talk about cultural and mental health topics off the dome for 10 minutes or a little bit more. All right, everybody, let's take a moment to just breathe. Deep breath in. And a deep breath out. So often we get so wrapped up in our busy, busy lives in which non-stop stress is surrounding us. Whether it's our own stress, or maybe it's something that we saw in the news, or another event that happened to your community, your people. And that takes a toll on us. And we're expected to just go back into our daily lives, our daily work, our academics, acting as if everything's okay. When many of us are feeling, wondering, "Hey." Uh, Are my people going to be okay out of this? Is the world going to be okay out of this? Like, am I safe? And from everything, you know, that we're seeing in the world right now, from Palestine to Myanmar to here in America, you know, to not acknowledge how much weight all of the trauma of the events that we experience around us that would be dismissing such a critical influencing factor of your mental well-being you know it doesn't it doesn't have to be just seeing your own, like, family member, or your own friend, or somebody in your like visual neighborhood, you know, losing their life. We are still affected by all that we see happening, whether it's reposted on media or shared between conversations and friends. It's tiring, it's draining, it's painful. And so many of us kind of tell ourselves, hey, we can't save the world or that we just need to disconnect from media, you know, sometimes, honestly, it gets so annoying to me because when I hear these like entrepreneurial influencers all saying like, yeah, stop spending, wasting so much time on politics or all these other things going on in the world and just focus on you and your money. And I hear that, but not everyone has the privilege of being able to disconnect from that, especially when the issue hits close to home, or if you're involved in the sphere of community advocacy, or ethnic studies, or even in healthcare, because we have to understand that policy is the way that we make changes, lifelong changes at the root For a lot of us, when we go into therapy, we think we're supposed to just talk about things that happen only to us. When really, it's completely negligent to your care if you are not able to discuss the racial trauma you see and the pain you feel from the current events that are happening around you, you know? uh, I remember I was sitting in a clubhouse with Kevin Nadal amongst many other leaders. And they were talking about how at their university, they did this practice where they would basically have all the professors not do their work for a week. Like they were not allowed to touch any of their work for a week and get completely behind to reciprocate and to show like what it feels like when our black colleagues are supposed to come back to work after seeing another person who looks like their child or who looks like their family member killed and reposted over and over and over again on social media and being expected to just go back to work as if everything's okay. That is tiring. And for me, personally, I know that when everything was going on, when everything's still going on, um, from, like, the murders of mental health patients by police to the AAPI hate to just, like, just everything, um, you know, encircling all the struggles that we are facing together as black and brown and Asian and just uh, LGBTQ and just, like, all these uh, Non-dominant uh, groups, dude. I, I tapped out. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm doing my Zoom, like my classes on Zoom, and I tapped out. I I was just like, yo, I'm not turning on my camera, bro. Like, like we're not even doing a check-in to see how everyone's doing. Uh, and I'm supposed to just like act like I'm the only like. Sometimes I wondered, am I the only one who cares in this room about everything that's going on? And that, that it's such a disconnect. And we feel this in our workplaces. Like you come into a business boardroom, uh, a consulting firm, and it's just straight into business. Complete disconnect from everything that's happening in the world around us that's affecting the black and brown people in that boardroom meeting. The same thing honestly happens in healthcare. Even though it's a field of helping people, there is still a disconnect when it comes to issues of racial equity, of anti racism, of underserved communities. Like people in healthcare oftentimes say they love people so much and that they want to help everybody. You know, in healthcare, we talk about being these healing hands for people. But is that only when they come to you in a hospital setting and you help them acutely in that one moment? Or do you actually want to help at the root? Do you take time to acknowledge all of the underlying reasons that they might have ended up in this situation? From racial inequality to housing, lack of access, lack of access to healthcare, to education, to trauma. You help them right there, but they still go back home to the same unsafe environment That led them there. (laughs) Honestly, I think this realization is what gets us to switch careers. It's what got me to switch into mental health because I want to fix these community issues. And I consider mental health a pillar of our community, of handling things at the root and providing people with the support they need to work through all of that. A friend and colleague of mine, Max Toss, started the Social Justice League, which bridges the gap between the corporate world, community, and grassroots nonprofit orgs. And I'm definitely going to have him on an episode one day, so stay tuned for that. But something that I've learned from all the community projects that I've done with them, or have seen them accomplish, is that there are so many people in the world who want to do good. There are so many people who actually do good, who create foundations, who create little things in their neighborhoods in which maybe they stopped a gang war. Maybe they fixed up a park for the youth and are there every single day so that youth can be there every single day in a safe environment. There are leaders like this in every community. We just don't spend too much time paying attention to that, though you know we need to amplify their voices instead we're spending so much time looking at the tragedies and i i you know i think that we should be well aware of what's going on in the world but also understand that there is so much good to be done and that there is a lot of good that we are capable of doing and so i encourage everybody who's listening and who has been feeling so much pain for the past year during this pandemic through all the racial and social trauma and issues that have been happening in our country and throughout the world to tap into these communities in which you're able to do something good rather than spending so much energy being consumed by the Instagram echo chamber of hate and anger and violence in which, you know, I get it. Yeah, social media does promote, like, what's happening in the world. But, yo, I'm just saying it really helps your heart and your soul and people on the ground when you're actually engaged in the community And that means like joining an organization or tapping in to uh, leaders that you know in the area and seeing how you can be involved every week. We often say, oh, I don't really have time for that. You just spent four to five hours scrolling through hate videos on Instagram when you could have used that time to help teach or mentor youth. It doesn't always have to be educational, like academic stuff. You can literally teach them how to skate. I just met with Cohen Thompson, who every single day is at this skate park that he revamped and that he made safe for all the young children and even the teenagers. Cohen provides food, a safe space, and skates and just, like, you know, that big brother type of mentoring where he sees, like, if he sees someone getting bullied, then he'll, like, step in and stuff like that and, like, educate them a little bit. But he's there every single day. And, like, other community leaders, everyone in the neighborhood comes out to this. And all these kids are out there every single day. Not saying that you got to be Cohen. You don't have to be the person who starts a whole movement or something like that. You can really just be someone who wants to support you don't have to recreate the wheel. You can just join that. And like I said, it doesn't always have to be academic teaching, man. I was like teaching some kids how to just ride a skateboard. And they were teaching me how to roller skate because I'm trash. I did On them four wheels. Sheesh. But really, there is so much good that exists in the world. From people like Max to Cohen. There are people who are trying to create these avenues for everyone to be involved in the community. And you really just got to reach out you know, you can find things on Google. You can find things on Instagram. You can reach out to all your teacher friends because usually they're involved in some type of organization or they have kids in their classrooms who are involved in some kind of organization. Uh, reach out to me, dude. Honestly, like, oh, you, if you if you are saying, yeah, but I don't have anyone in my life who, who does any of that stuff, bro. If you're listening to my podcast and you have me in your life, and then that means that you are connected to something because that's literally what I do. If you are in the Bay Bayer LA or if you're in Philly, I could immediately link you up with some people to get involved with. Or even if you're in New York, to be honest, like there's a lot of organizations out there who could use somebody like you who really does feel passionate and really does feel pain from seeing all these events happen around uh, the world and your community and your passion. You know, you might say like, oh, I'm not that community leader. But you know, if these things are hurting you in your heart, that means you have a soul for it. That means that you care about people. That's good. It means you're a good person somewhere in your heart. As much as we don't want to say that, We're not all saints. I'm not even saying that you should even try to be a saint. But I'm just saying that we're all capable of helping people in some way, shape, or form, coming as we are. We water ourselves as we water our community. We heal as we heal others. So, seriously, if you can after this reach out to me reach out to some friends who are involved in any community organizations and just allow yourself to become part of a community dr bessel a van from the body keeps the score says that being able to feel safe with other people is probably the single most important aspect of mental health Safe connections are fundamental to meaningful and satisfying lives. For many of us, it's really difficult for us to connect, especially when we're feeling this distrust for the world around us. But I want to let you know that there are people who really understand that and who have that heart that you are looking for And the first step is to reflect and acknowledge what community you want to be a part of and just reaching out. When we water our community, we are watering and nourishing ourselves as well. So thanks for listening everybody. My podcasts are not just about educating on psychology and psychiatry. I also want to talk about community advocacy and cultural narratives so i hope you got something out of it and feel free to tap in with me you know trying to connect you with organizations or just asking for feedback uh, on your mind your narrative at gmail.com and on instagram and yeah i know i'm not really on top of my social media game too much i know everyone's saying that yeah, i should make a TikTok or i should make a content calendar i'm finna get to that but on top of doing this podcast i'm still a full-time psychiatric grad student I'm still doing psych NP clinical hours, and I'm still doing per diem shift hours as a psychiatric RN. I'm also doing a lot of networking with the Social Justice League and other organizations to bring community together on national projects. So... Your boys low key busy, you know, and I'm still also making time for my immediate community of friends, family, and people who need me. Also getting ready for my licensing exam, and also hitting up recruiters for that psych NP role. So it's a lot on the plate right now, but you know we're making it happen. Like I said, we can make time for these things. We can make time for our community, and that's what I'm doing here. So peace out, everyone. Remember you are loved. You are worthy and you belong in this space. Peace.